Greetings, readers. This is the Recap Book Chat. We are thrilled that you're with us because reading illuminates your life like a star. As J.R.R. Tolkien said, little by little, one travels far. And welcome to the Recap Book Chat. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are diving into a book called What I Left Behind by Jennifer Archer. A book that Kate gave to me. Usually I get the books, but she did this one and uh, she bought it from a local author. Well, from a local bookstore in Amarillo. And so the author lives there. True. Yes, I think, yes, uh, the Archer Jennifer lives in Amarillo right now. She was actually born in Cleburne, Texas, which is not too far from me. So she is definitely a local author, and we wanted to support our local authors. And um, and I had I really didn't know anything about her. I just grabbed it. I thought from the back that I read, I thought it was going to be more of a mystery, but it turned out to be more of kind of a romance I would say, would you classify it more as a romance? And memoirs. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. It was memoir-ish. So it wasn't my favorite. I think I gave it three stars. Me too. So tell me, why did you give it three stars? Uh, And also the copyright was 2020. So uh, I'll give her that. She she came through. Um, I, I, um, where do I start okay well I first of all thank you for the book Uh, (laughs) uh, so the narrator is Allison Cole and she's has a successful business in um, Portland Oregon and um, you know it, it shows you that side of her but something from her life is missing and then you find out that years ago she um, gave a child up for adoption uh, because her parents uh, kind of wanted her to do that. She loved this boy. This is during the um, hippie phase. Uh, she did some drugs and stuff like that, I think. Uh, she was at the, uh, what's the famous place? Woodstock. Woodstock. Went to Woodstock. So I couldn't really relate with any of that, you know. So I, I guess, and I didn't really like her. And when I don't like the main character, it's hard for me to read the book. But uh, she she was living in the past. I'm not saying that I despised her or anything, but I have a problem because you've got to to you you have to live in the present. You just have to. But um, it, you meet some people along the way that did live in the present. And um, anyway, to where it, it the book starts out with um, it, it has a letter and. Uh, And it starts out, Dear Nick. So it was written in this letter to Nick, who's a a young boy, or like teenager. It was written in 2005. And it's his mom writing to him who died of cancer. And she's the baby that Allison gave up. Is that kind of what you wanted, a synopsis? Yes. And so, so anyway, the the main character, Allison's grandson, shows up at her door. So, um, so that was kind of, that's what I learned from the book is that if you don't deal with the things now, they will come find you later on. (laughs) 
So well, uh, my my lesson, my takeaway was um, optimism trumps pessimism, and um, think and also think the best of people because the boy, the father of the girl that um, the baby girl that she had to give away, she just thought the worst of him. He left her. He didn't even know about the baby. Blah blah blah. Well, come to find out, he was drafted, and so he and had lost a leg in yeah Vietnam, yeah. and he was the optimist in the book. Uh, but of course he's optimistic. Maybe he's optimistic because he lives in Texas. I don't know. He gets a lot more sun. Maybe you don't get enough sun. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But I just remember one point, point Sonny said, he's the guy, uh, you got to look on the bright side. And the boy, Nick said, what's good about losing a leg? And he said, five less toenails to clip. (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good line. I mean, she had some, um, I, I just thought, uh, yeah, there was one where um, somebody made a face like they ate a rancid pecan. And I kind of like that because I've done that before. You know, you eat that piece of the pecan that you're like, ugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good one. But my favorite um, quote in the book was pretty quick. It was on the very, at the very beginning that letter that his, his mother, who died of cancer, wrote to him. She said, learn from your mistakes and make changes. And I said, I like that. That's funny because, I, I mean, I like that too. Um, but my quote, my favorite quote came from another letter that, or I guess that she wrote in the back of her diary. And it just said, uh, maybe I wouldn't change anything, except that I would have spent even more time with him, laughed more, eaten more ice cream, watched less television, Oh, and and spent less time being angry and bitter. Yeah, so it's kind of like the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, make changes. And I think she was disappointed when she found out that um, the this baby that she didn't want to give away, she gave the baby away, didn't have a perfect life that she mm-hmm. had imagined in her head. Yes, um, she and 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 she tends to think negatively because the boy at one point they decide they're going to do a road trip from Portland all the way to uh, West Texas and they're going to kind of she's going to get to know her grandson well the car breaks down and uh, he fixes it and instead of being happy that he fixed it or, or thankful that a man in his life showed him you know his grandpa he said she's saying well that should have been blah blah and she didn't uh, she wasn't thankful because guilt you know that's another point guilt uh prevents us from being thankful a lot of times guilt and shame she had a lot of guilt and shame throughout the book okay yeah that's true and so that guilt and shame keep you from being grateful so that's i never thought about that yeah i didn't either until you just said that and I did like the, uh, there was a, on, on, as you get into the, de- you know, he's bitter. Of course he's bitter. He, he lost his mom and he, he knows that his, and his mom kind of did the exact same thing that Allison did. She got pregnant and the, the dad didn't want anything to do with him. I mean, he knew that. So Nick yeah. is bitter and it says Nick's attitude shift is as sweet, is as sweet as soothing and soothing wait a minute i must not have copied that right it's on 121 usually i copy them down let me check it out i left out a word or something i think uh nick's attitude shift is as sweet oh i didn't 
believe it, it is as sweet, soothing, and welcome as cool rain on a blistering summer day. Uh, and I thought, well, yeah, that that was a good way to because he did he he changed. He's changing, uh-huh. and he has um, like issues too. Like he smokes, and she doesn't want him to smoke, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, so they have this struggle going on, and he he tried to run away once, or you know, multiple out, times. I think trip. maybe, yeah. yeah. So I mean, that was the that was kind of the heart of it is them kind of becoming acquainted and bonding, and you know, so that was the good thing. Seeing you know, it's it's good to to see a relationship, you know, grow and and all of that. So it's well, just. My- my most memorable scene. Okay, so here's a boy that he struggled, Nick. It, Nick was like my favorite character uh, because he, he didn't ask for all this. He didn't ask for it, and he got it, and he's trying to figure out things. But he, he's moving forward, and he does tend to But mm-hmm. nobody wanted him, you know, really. And now Allison wants him and Sonny wants him. So both his grandparents want him. Mm-hmm. And I love that part because yes. it, it, and they really do do what I think is the smart thing. They let him choose. Mm-hmm. And I know, uh, and that's really hard for Allison because she's like a control freak mm-hmm. and she lets him choose. And I, I was warning them. I said, just let him pick. Yeah. Because if he wants to stay with his grandpa, let him save his grandpa. If he wants to go with her. I mean, sometimes, I mean, he's a teenager. He's not like, he's not five, you know. That's true. And so he picks to stay summers in Texas and a school year in Portland. So. Because he loves the, he loves riding and he's working with his, so he will have a, a relationship with both of them. Yes. So it ended well. Yes. So what would you, but how would you say you felt at the end when you finished it? Happy that I was done with it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I said said to you, it was, you know, I had to push through uh, a little bit, but it's, but it's, it's short. It's only, uh, I mean, you like a 200 page book or something like that. It's not that long. And then I think there's lessons in there. Uh, um, There's, part of my thing said would you recommend this book and why and I said not really uh there's some there are some strong characters but the main character is was not my favorite there's some language in there and um she's dealing with her past but um I don't know I I just I if it had been written from Nick's point of view I probably could have held it a lot better but i mean she was kind of a negative nelly you know Mm -hmm. so but she finally at the end i feel like is i mean she she turns around too like she had some closure from her past she just never she that with the sunny leaving her she that changed her entire what she saw the world to be because and she said that even she changed when Sunny left her, you know, from her happy, spontaneous self to then she became uh, very uh, bitter and very just like not trusting and very controlling after that. So, um, so it's good to see her let, let all that go and move forward finally. 
I did um, think it was pretty predictable because Allison was dating a surgeon. His name's Warren. He and he has a rapport. It's funny that her sister ha- gets a rapport with Nick, and Warren gets a rapport with Nick. The people at her restaurant get a rapport with Nick, but she doesn't. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? For a so while, pretty, yes, yeah. And um, of course, you're right. It might be the guilt and stuff, but I pretty much knew the whole time she was. Uh, but I'm not going to say anything. But you know, she has to pick between Warren. And um, Sonny, but you said it, we won't, we won't say which way it goes, but you said it wasn't predictable, but I thought, yeah, it's, yeah, you told me it was predictable. And I was like, well, I really didn't know which way she would go. I was, I was like, well, I could see it going either way, but and we'll I guess leave it at that because we'll I might want to loan this book. You said, would I buy this book? No, but would I give this book away? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if we just want to go to, uh, the pool and read or go to the beach and read a book you know and sometimes you might not want to deep you might not want to go deep and I think it was hard too because we just came off of project 1065 which was pretty deep and heavy and then to to hit this it's just almost going from that where the 13 year old is in the situation he's in to this it it just leaves it you feeling it just leaves it feeling kind of like a full you know you're just like mm. oh that is so, so good it's, well put well and put. so it might have been just the way the, the lineup that we had um, yes so but yeah if you just kind of want to kind of tune out and not because because this is what I, I said how I felt when I, I finished was unchanged and I like when I finish a book to feel changed in some way uh, to, to, to be to to make you want a book to make you think yes and this is one that I finished and haven't really thought about since so I like I like books that I'm pondering and that make me uh you know like oh like question things that I'm doing or other people or the society something uh just to ponder I like I liked books that make me think and this one uh didn't so not you know it's but you may want that at some point. You may want just to, you know, kind of, like you said, a buy the pool book with it. Doesn't really. I was of... even going to go further to say you take it to the beach, you take it to, on vacation, and you leave it somewhere. <laughs> you're not going to cry. Yeah. You're, you leave it at the pool, or a little kid splashes you and you get water on it, or you're reading in the bathtub and you drop it. No tears will be shed. But you'll just, because we, you know, call. Uh, I mean, call it what it is. It's a good, it's a good read, but it, it will, you know, and like I said, it's predictable. So no matter where you are, you, you're kind of, you're going to say, oh yeah, yeah, got it. <laughs> but I did, I did think uh, Sonny was a good character, but you don't even get to him till halfway through the book. But here's yeah. a, here's a, he was the only complex character in the book because he had uh, a really rough upbringing uh, not a lot of judgment. and then when he and she didn't know Allison didn't know that he had talked to her dad and her dad really lambasted him badly and and that still was with him this many years later you know in mm. uh, so he felt unworthy of her yes so, and but he never stopped loving her and the, I think that's the reason he never went and found her, though, is because he lost his leg, too, you know? Well, so, and I don't think he felt he was good enough for her. Yeah, but he had a picture of her and him by his bed. 
mm-hmm. uh, I know by his, on his nightstand. And I said, Oh my God. And, uh, that's why I would say the lesson that you can learn from this book is take the high road every time. Instead of thinking he deserted her, think, well, I wonder what happened to make him not come back. Yes. I mean, something. And she never tried to find him. No, because she, because in her mind, he didn't he, want her. Yeah. yeah. She was she, a little narcissistic, though. I mean, it, everything according to me. You know, I gave up a child. Well, she's not the only one in the world that has done that, though. You know what i But I'm she was 16, and you got to think. At 16, you are pretty narcissistic. And yeah, so I think she just kind of got stuck in that she never really outgrew that, that mentality because of, she was traumatized at and that you're time. you're right. The guilt and shame is paralyzing. Yeah. She so, wanted to keep the baby, and that mm-hmm. her parents... Uh, kind of thwarted that but I'm you know and having not been there that does give you a look at what that could be so I mean I think that's true you know your past is always going to speak to you so and I don't think it's bad to listen to your past but I'm just thinking you've got to stay connected to the future to the present you know well I think you have to deal with the past and I I understand her in some ways because I am, uh, I I guess my go-to is a stuffer, you know, like if pain or feelings or whatever, my first response is just to stuff it and not deal with it. So, I mean, I kind of understand that point of it, but I like, I'm at a point now where I understand that that's not healthy. Like if you, cause you are going to deal with it at some point or another, you know, and I think Brene Brown's the one that says you have to, you have to go through something to get through something. So it's like if you're in the swamp, you got to go through the swamp before you can ever get out of the swamp. So, yeah. and uh, and that's that's always stuck with me. I'm like, yeah, that's true. So um, stuffing and not dealing with things, they will they will come up. You will have to deal with it, but it's better to deal with it on your own terms than having a, a breakdown or anxiety attack later on and you have no clue what from, you know, it's just something that you didn't deal with. So. And an, another thing you can learn from this book is have a plan B plan. A was for Nick to go live with uh, his mom's best friend. And that did not work out. Yeah. But actually Allison was plan B because you met, you might ask, well, what about his grandparents? Well, they both were killed or mm-hmm. died. And a so, car wreck. Yeah. Yeah. So there was his no, adopted grandparents, I guess. Yeah. And so she was the plan B. And thank goodness his mom, uh, she didn't say much about it, but she says you can go see uh, Al. She mentioned her name and everything and Allison Cole. And, uh, you know, like, and he did. Mm-hmm. But I mean, um, how many people would think about that? I mean, she's trying to cover her bases and kudos for her and and uh, Sarah was her name she had red hair and that was kind of a and it said every time someone with red hair came into the restaurant uh Allison thought about her baby that she gave up and actually Sarah had been in the restaurant mm-hmm. and she she knew who Allison was but never introduced herself so they did meet they just didn't uh, Allison didn't know it so yeah, she asked for more bread and their hands touched. So she had even, I guess she, and she thought, she didn't think she was good enough to talk to Allison. Because so of guilt, was, and, guilt and shame. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it, it, cause she thought her life was together and she didn't want to mess it up and stuff like that. I mean, sometimes you can look together, but you, you might not be that together. You know, she looked good together, but she, inside she was in turmoil. Oh yeah. But she did, I mean, she was a good person because she had reached out to other, like, uh, she had a couple of employees that, that had been in trouble and all of this. And she kind of took them under her wing and helped yeah. them have a better life. So, I mean, that she, was her positive. Yeah, yeah, she did. She was a good person. Um, so just need to go and move forward and, uh, all of that. But anyway, I think that's a wrap on what I left behind. Um, yeah. <laughs> and this is a book that you could leave behind. <laughs> hey, but you know what? It's good to, uh, I, I just read The Alchemist and in there it says it's good to go through the desert. Then you appreciate the date trees or whatever, you know? So I'm saying, oh, it's yeah. good. Yeah. Or uh, I think that was that one person that said, I think uh, God made the desert. Maybe God made the desert so we'd appreciate the other you know or something like that yeah and so i mean you don't i you don't know how good a good book is until you read one that it's not a bad book but so so mm-hmm. it's just so so it's like um it's like when you have uh when you've made a dish and then you take it that bite of it to taste it and you forgot the salt yes and you're like uh-oh trouble yeah so, good point but, yeah well it's, you it's not salty <laughs> Yeah, but we but we we needed we need that hills and valleys hills and valleys. So that's a wrap on what I left behind. 